And we're live. Welcome to episode 95 of the Ever Both Ways podcast. We're live at the Imperial Palace Casino where PJ just got back from several rounds of battle poker. He's doing a lot of battling, a lot of poker. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Great okay. to be here. Good, good energy. Some things happened while we were away. Um, I texted you about this before, but somebody subscribed to our OnlyFans with the username where they just put the name blah blah um and they subscribed to i was on my phone when it happened they subscribed to our only fans were you messaging yourself again i was not i have okay i messaged myself one time and i haven't done it since it was a test anyways um this guy or girl subscribed to our only fans and five minutes had gone by by the time i like opened it and they were already unsubscribed you love to see it i don't know i honestly i because it's a brand new account i honestly think that they subscribed and followed and then didn't know that they unfollowed and haven't been back on since yeah probably oh wait no they have been back on since they signed up april 6th and they were last seen april 20th well so they came back in but they read receipts are on so i can see that they didn't read it we also have another post who um at the time was our only fan that wasn't me and he was awarded with a dos pick and he said worth every penny (laughs) he also signed with his full name so that we know who he is um then some beefcake signed up um slim boy greek um sure he has an actual OnlyFans account that we did not sub to. And then somebody subbed today named Cole. I don't know any Coles. Do you know any Coles? Sup, Cole. Yeah. Um, Cole hasn't been on since he subscribed. So shout out to Cole. Thanks for checking us out. Oh, that's what we should do. We should, uh, we should probably... Please DM for cucumber content. We should probably... Um, I'm telling you, there's some good posts on there. There are some bad posts on there, too. But We should probably start taking videos of just us recording and putting them on the OnlyFans. We can. You have a nice phone now, too, so you can record like actual good video. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. More content to come. Uh, it's all exclusive content, too. Nothing has been double-dipped from our Instagram. Actually, some things have, but I promise you, you haven't fucking seen them. So, you know. <laughs> I think... Okay, so you're going to be out of town next weekend. I think I'm just going to start posting our OnlyFans to the OnlyFans subs on Reddit. Sure. I built up our account a little bit. Have you Have you checked in? The Reddit? Yeah. Not really. Got us some karma. So we're, we're allowed to post places now. Dude, it is so fucking miserable having to build up an account just to do something that you think will be funny. Um, I have to, like, post on Ask Reddit, like, comments and just, like, respond to people. All right. I'll I'll start doing that. It's fucking loserville. And then, like, the comments are so fucking stupid that I just delete them after. What What do we have to get to? I don't know. I think we're okay now. I think we have, like, 100... Uh, we have like almost 400 total, but I don't really know the divvy ups of it. Yeah, okay. Sure. I think sure, it's good. Sure. Whatever. Um, if you get free awards, though, like, you know, like every couple days you get free awards on Reddit. Yeah. Give them to the pinned IHIBW post. All of the awards given have been by me. Nice. But, you know, just it just keeps building it up. Whatever. Um we didn't talk about we talked about your guest for episode 100 but we didn't talk about mine because i think we can actually get my guest yeah we can get somebody from lucky boys oh we probably can so adam and ryan fergus both follow me because i like all of their posts so yeah I think they're like uh, this guy's a psycho ryan fergus follows me too i want him the most because I want to tell him about all the prank calls we did. <laughs> and I think he might, his number might still be in my phone. Um, but um, that would be weird if I just, no, I deleted it. Um, Grandpa Pete might still have it. Yeah. I mean, and there's just like a lot of 
good. Well, we have a ton of good Lucky Boy stories to talk about, but I think like he would be good, and then Adam because. Um, Mikey and I, like, he had to put us on a list to get into a show at Lake Forest. The Town time. Crier? Yes, The Town Crier. Um, but that, uh, those are two achievable guests I think we can give for episode 100. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And so I, you have Holtzman for you. We can get someone from Lucky Boys maybe. And if we can't get any of those... Thank God it's Sunday. <laughs> I think... Um, we. I don't want to tell him he's our second, maybe third choice, but I think we can get Tony Mano. Oh, yeah. Especially if you move to the city, we can for sure get Tony Mano. Yeah, because didn't, yeah, like with the one place I said I was looking at, you're like, I think he lives pretty close. I'm almost positive he lives like very close to there. And Tony, actually, should Tony Mano be our 100 guest? Because he's the coolest guy we both know. Yeah, that's pretty true. It has to be like, we're going to have to ask him, is like, what's it, what does it feel like to be the coolest guy that everybody knows? Because I know Grandpa Pete doesn't know anybody cooler than Tony Mano. Mikey doesn't know anybody cooler than Tony Mano. Yeah, that's pretty true. Some stuff we need to talk about. Maybe we'll talk. I don't want him to be our second or third choice. I like want to ask him and it'll be 100, or we don't ask him and we end up getting one of the other guys. Yeah. This know. might be a gamble for Vegas Part 3. Well, we'll have to do a Vegas Part 4. Um, I'm sure... Ep- I felt that Episode 2 was a lot... Part 2 was way better than Part 1, just because, like, more good stuff happened. I don't know. Yeah. I always feel good when I leave your house when we recorded, and then by the time I get home... Um, I'm not very excited to listen back. And then usually I listen back, I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was in my head. Yeah. I don't know. You do it all at once, so. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And, then yeah. I, and then I never listen again. Well, I, I usually only listen once, and then sometimes I have to, like, re-listen for a specific reason, but, you know. Yes. Uh, I do that thing when people are like, oh, hey, what happened that one time you guys did this? And then I just go through and find the part we talked about on the podcast. and like, just skip to this time. Like, this is so much easier than me typing it out again. <laughs> um, but, so the year Chris and I got married, we, we just wanted to take like a small trip. And she was like, oh, would you want to go to Vegas? I'm like, I mean, I want to go to Vegas. Do you want to go to Vegas? And she was like, well, like... I'll go if you if you're not gonna gamble the whole time. I'm like, no, you know, like maybe this could be good. Like, I've never been on a Vegas trip where I'm not like gambling all the time or like jonesing to gamble the whole time. Um, so we went and we stayed Sky Suites because like I got a taste before and I'm like this. Uh, this Sky is, Suites are good. This is pr- so like the bathroom alone. And Kristen was making fun of me and she thought like. She was like, why do you only take baths at hotels? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel weird taking a bath at home. And she was like, you know what else you do is weird? You shower before you get in a bath. And I'm like, I feel like that's the least weird thing I do in life. <laughs> like, I don't want to sit in, like, dirty water. So, like, I get out of the shower and then I get in the tub. Is that weird? It's a little weird. Is it? Is it, though? Yeah. Is it weirder than fucking sitting in dirty water? I mean, I don't know. I, You said it's fucking weird. It's, so. It seems kind of like a weird vibe. DM us on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Well, she was making fun of me because when we went to Vegas, um, <clears throat> we passed some store called Lush, and they sold, like, um, like soaps and shit, whatever. And I was like, ooh, let's go in here. And she was like, why? Are you going to bring this stuff home? And I'm like, no, I want to get a bath bomb because I want to take a I want to take a bath while we're here. And she was like, what? So I ended up buying like three bath bombs. And she was like, ooh, can I try one? I'm like, well, if you want to try one, we have to get more because we're here for three nights and I got three bath bombs. So that's three baths. So we had to get <laughs> extra bath bombs. Um, but she said that when we went to Italy, um, we went into a store called Lush and it was the same fucking, I didn't know it was the same like corporate brand. Um, and I thought it was an Italian store. I don't know. Like the name fucking never clicked with me. I don't Makes sense. I guess. I was going to post a uh, poll to our Twitter a little bit later. <laughs> our Twitter is the next thing to get built up. Yeah. It's on our list of things to do. It's on a list of things to do. I updated our link tree. Did you? Link in bio and put all of our stuff on there. Um so, you know, we're little by little, by the time we get to 100, we have, we'll only have a few more things to do. Oh, um, I just thought of this. I will be uh, 
I'll be golfing with our gin sponsor, Dead of Night Distillery in California. Uh, so I was thinking about putting on the link tree, putting our, our premier sponsors on there, you know, for easy access. Yeah, sure, sure. So you can bring home a bottle. Tell, can you get a shirt? Yeah, I'll have to tell. I'll text him. Be like, hey, um, you never sent the case, so yeah. why don't we just hot swap for two t-shirts? Yeah, t-shirts or polos, hats or something. Whatever, know. any any sort of apparel. Yeah, um, some, some swag. I was telling somebody, oh, when I did that, I did a DraftKings um, survey. Did I tell you about that? I had to like Zoom with this you chick. You texted me that you were going to do it, but you never... Nothing of note yeah, happened. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to kind of say probably nothing really happened because I never heard anything more about it. Well, I think she knew I was a psychopath when she was like, oh, because um, this is like hot. Rivers made the list, and I'm going to talk about that later, <clears throat> but it was posted about on our OnlyFans. Um, Rivers Casino and Sportsbook made the list, um, and it was the like a few days after that, so I was like really hot on about rivers and i was bashing them and saying that like DraftKings spent half a billion dollars in advertising this year and like none of that money went towards paying off politicians like the rest of the casinos do in illinois so like now you have to sign up in east st louis or in fucking hammond indiana if you want to bet in illinois and i think like that was like 10 minutes into the conversation our conversation was like 45 minutes um and i think she knew that like she has a bit of a psychopath on her hands and like wasn't too serious about anything she didn't ask me what i do for work because i was just going to tell her that i have an only fans <laughs> like that's i'm telling you they paid me to do it but i would have done it for free if she told me the first question was going to be what do you do for work just so you could say that and i never got reaction. to say it like that dude i'm telling you i started the only fans to post about it on reddit and then to tell people that like i do only fans for my job yeah that's like that's the only reason why. Good stuff. Um, oh, I need to apply for Exotica tickets too. That's on the list. Um, anyways, I was telling her about fucking rivers, and then um, she said something about like she was like, "Oh, do you like giveaways?" And I was like, "Listen, my closet is like half stuff I've gotten for free. I'm like, I'm way more willing to give away a shirt that I paid money for than to give away a shirt I got for free." Yeah. So, yeah, please give us all the free shirts you have. I don't care what it says. If it came free, I even wear fucking... I keep my fucking hand... I still have, like, a ton of Peter Will clothes in my closet. If Skinny Pete ever came back full-time, he could just come to my closet and get all of his clothes from 2007. Um, I still have a decent amount of Peter Will I don't think I have any any more jeans, but I have some good I have some good t-shirts still. All right, so Kristen and I were in Vegas, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm like, we should go to the spa. I'm like, I've heard good things about the Aria Spa, blah blah blah, whatever. Like, let's go book massages. So I thought we were booking like couples massages, and um, I booked it with a girl because I didn't want to book it with a guy because I was afraid his name was also going to be Raymond and it was going to be just like that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> so I, we both got massages from women, um, but we like go in the next day to go for our massages and they have you like, oh, go in the men's locker room, go in the women's locker room. You guys can both change. Um, and then there's a waiting room outside and you wait for your massage. Um, in the locker room of the spa, there's like a little waiting area which like if you've been in any sort of like clubhouse i think you know like what i'm talking about like it's within the locker room and i thought like oh this is where i'm gonna be waiting so like let me just sit here and so i was sitting there just like watching tv there for like 10 minutes and it was getting close to my appointment time and then the appointment was like nine in the morning and it was like nine o'clock on the dot and it like clicked in my head and i'm like wait I'm still, like, in the guy's locker room, and I'm getting a massage from a woman, so, like, 
I am pretty sure she's not going to just like peek her head in to see if anybody's waiting. In yeah, there. that's absolutely true. So I go out, and sure enough, there's like another waiting room there that was like a communal waiting room because there were like some other women waiting for massages or whatever. I didn't see Kristen, and I was like, oh, like maybe her person got her already, whatever. Um, and then I started to get like really uncomfortable because. PJ, if you're going to get a massage and they tell you to change into a robe in the locker room, what are you wearing underneath? Absolutely nothing. Same with me. I was completely naked under the robe and didn't know at that point, once I got like out in public, I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be naked in here. <laughs> then, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it was kind of one of those like eye-opening things. Um, then... The like chick comes out and she was like, "Oh, Ray, blah blah, whatever. I'm your masseuse," and I was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be getting a couple's massage." And she was like, "Oh, we don't do these here." And I'm like, "Ah, uh, okay, that's weird." Um, but uh, so we, I get into the room and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna step out for a minute and you can undress to like whatever you feel comfortable with <laughs> and get under the towel." And I was like. Okay, that won't take long because I'm not wearing any clothes under here. I didn't know what I was supposed to wear. She was like, it's okay. That's why the towel's here. It's fine. And I was like, okay, good, because I was just about to offer up that I can go, like, put boxers on. And she was like, the towel's fine. Um, The towel will be fine, sir. Then I was laying there, and, like, five minutes of silence go by, and she was like, is this comfortable for you and I'm like the music and she was like yeah I'm like she's like I can change it to whatever you want and I'm like you know did you mm. ask her to put on two hours of casino slot (laughs) machine music no I said no silence makes me uncomfortable is it okay if we just talk during this and she goes well no one's ever asked that before but I guess it might break up my day a little bit okay so we were just like talking about whatever um and she first thing i'm like do your hands ever get tired doing this she's like yeah by the end of the day they're pretty tired whatever um and then so the stanley cup finals were going on it was the knights the knights inaugural season and they were in the stanley cup finals and vegas was home that time they were playing washington um and uh, chris and i looked to get tickets but it was like 300 dollars a pop which isn't expensive for stanley cup final tickets but it's expensive to bring someone who doesn't give a shit about hockey and she was like you know she's like you can go alone if you want and I'm like I'm not going to go alone but if you're not going to enjoy it I'm not going to spend $300 on a ticket whatever Yeah. Um, but the masseuse is like oh yeah yesterday I massaged TJ Oshi and his wife and I was like oh that's cool whatever blah blah <clears throat> so after like massage we like go we're just like hanging out in the spa like in the pools and stuff they have there whatever um so then i'm like hey do you want to go to like the vegas it was an off day for the game i'm like do you want to go to the vegas like pro shop and just like see what they have there sure whatever so we walk over there and we run into tj oshi and i was like hey can i get a picture really quick he was like yeah sure and i was like oh by the way i just got massaged by a woman who massaged you yesterday <laughs> Like weird, oh. weird guy move. Well, okay, so he was waiting for a card. He was standing alone. Like everyone was walking by and like didn't know who he was, but like I recognized him. Um, and it was like the most awkward five seconds when Kristen took the picture. And I was like, "All right, good luck. See you later." <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty. It makes for a pretty weird vibe. And you're like, "Hey, we got we got massaged by the same lady." I should have asked him if he wore boxers in the robe or not. <laughs> Because I was comfortable with my own body. Is he? That would have been so good. I wish it was just a video of me being like... Because if you could see... I can post a picture. It, I look like I do in most Vegas pics where I've been up all night. Because I was up all night. Because when Kristen would go to bed <laughs> at like <laughs> midnight, I would just go gamble for like four or five hours. And then get home at like five in the morning. And that was it. Like it wasn't like I sneaked off or anything. She's like, all right, I'm going to bed. You can go gamble if you want. I'm like, all right, I'll be back later. <clears throat> and one of the mornings I came back, it was like six in the morning. And the sun was coming up. And she was like are you getting in bed for the first time or like you just went to the bathroom and came back? I'm like, um, yes, I'm getting in bed for the first time. <clears throat> but we went to Carbone for dinner that night at the Aria, which we didn't, I tried to go on my bachelor party, but it was like way too expensive to make it worth it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So we went to Guy Fieri's <clears throat> instead. 
Guy Fieri's was a great fucking time. We got the garbage can nachos. Which you can order on... So they do these things called ghost kitchens now where, like, a restaurant, because of COVID or whatever, will do the cooking for another branded place. Guy Fieri's is one of them, and they will do garbage can nachos cooked for delivery only because it comes out of a buca de pepo. Um, <laughs> but I did I Googled the address to find out. I'm like, where is this place? This is in Yorktown. I know Yorktown. And it comes out of a buca de pepo, but... Um, like, they'll deliver the garbage can nachos for you. Have you ordered them? No, their menu's kind of thin because it's a ghost kitchen. It's just, like, fucking burgers and shit. Yeah, but I I, I mean, I would have thought you might have ordered the garbage can nachos. <laughs> I can't order them because Kristen won't eat them because of the name. Like, it just comes out of a pail. Like, it's not like it comes out of, like, the garbage can he eats ice cream out of in blank check. It's just fucking a, a metal Mr. Macintosh? Yeah, exactly. Um, PR. What's the driver's name? Henry. Henry. You know what you've got? S T Y L E. Did you rewatch that movie? I haven't seen it in a while. So, like, it's still funny, whatever. Like, it's kind of revisionist. Juice? Juice no thanks. Not thirsty. Oh, Toad Loke is the best in it. Anyways. Um, kind of bizarre that like an eight-year-old is going fucking balls to the wall to pick up some like 20-something FBI agent or whatever. Absolute hero move. And she like goes on dates with him for like to back the badge. Yeah. Questionable questionable ethics. I, she did. She must have missed that course at the FBI training academy. Yeah. She was sick that day at Quantico. Yeah. Any day. Anyways, we, we go to Carbone, which is like, it's an Italian restaurant in Aria, and it is some of the best Italian food I've ever had. Not only is like the food fucking great, but all the servers are great there because they wear the suits that he wears in My Cousin Vinny when he has to buy one from a pawn shop. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's, and that, I was like, hey, your suit kind of looks like the one from My Cousin Vinny. And he was like, oh, actually, he's like, not a lot of people notice that. They ask why we're dressed weird, but, like, that's the point of it. And I was like, oh, it's fucking awesome. That's the vibe that they're going for? Yeah, it's awesome. Love Like, that, that alone should get you to go there. Um, I went to my first show there. We went to Beatles Love, which was good. Um, but you know who went there and bawled his eyes out the first time he saw it? Grandpa Pete? Nope. Close. Our English listener who put black socks over his white gym shoes to get into a club. <laughs> Gina said he bawled his eyes out at that show. Wow. Yeah. Mr. Jordy Shore himself? Yes. Because I asked, I was like, yeah, like, should we go um, to see that show? You said it was good. And she was like, it was so good that Paul cried his fucking eyes out. I was like, all right, I need to see this. It was a good show, but, like, whatever. Um, Did you? But you didn't bawl your eyes out? I didn't shed a tear. Oh, interesting. As a man who sheds tears, I did not shed a tear at the Beatles Love Show. Well, um, the only other thing of note we went, we went to the Pepper Mill, which is, I highly recommend it. It is like diner food, like breakfast food. They're open 24 hours, and they haven't updated the decor since like 1987. Awesome it is, vibe in there. It is a time machine back to late 80s Vegas, and like, if you like anything about Vegas history, like, I highly recommend going to the Pepper Mill. Yeah, into it. If you can make it happen, like, it's one of those, like, if you're up for breakfast at like eight or nine in the morning or whatever go to the pepper mill there won't be a line you'll get plenty of seating whatever um or if you're still up from a heater oh at yeah 7 a.m head to pepper mill for if you're breakfast. up if you're up after like 4 30 in the morning go to the pepper mill if you're if you're between 4 30 in the morning and nine in the morning go to the pepper mill so write that down. I'm pretty sure the Peppermill is the name of the casino in the movie Mafia, which is like the parody movie with, um, oh, what's his name? Jay something, the guy from Jerry. He's one of the early agents in Jerry Maguire. Uh, it's called Mafia! Exclamation point. It's a parody of like Goodfellas and Casino and stuff. What's his name? Jay what? From, from 98, Jay Moore. Jay Moore, that's his name. Um, anyways, that was the end of the Kristen trip. Um, my bachelor party, I'm going to do a pretty good job of trying not to touch on too many stories. Um, why? 
talked about already. Oh, that's why. Yeah. But we can bash Grandpa Pete because we know he listens because you just told me 20 things he referenced in the last week <laughs> yeah. to you about our Grandpa last Pete is a he's a big he's a big fan. So he got sick like a couple like two days before the bachelor party. He was like, hey, I'm not feeling well. Like, I don't know what the deal is, but like if I'm good to go on Friday, I'll come. If I still if I wake up Friday morning and sick, like I'm not going to come. And I was like, OK, I hope you feel better. I hope you come. Just so you know, the groomsman gift, I'm paying for your hotel, and it's not refundable or exchangeable. So come and get your gift or don't come. <laughs> and he felt sick, and he didn't come. And do you know what he did that weekend? He bought a boat. <laughs> didn't he just sell that boat? Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm still married. Well. So what's the real long-term play there? Yeah. Anyways, suck not it, Grandpa buying Pete. buying a boat. Um, you know who wasn't a baby? Jacob. Jacob came, and he was like, hey, um, I can come to your bachelor party. But he's like, but I can only come to part of it. Like, I can fly in Friday, but I have to leave, like, first thing Saturday morning. And I was like, you don't have to come. Like, if you're just coming for a day, like, don't bother. And he was like, oh, no. I want to come. Yeah, he was an, abs- I will he was be an absolute hero. Yeah, he was like, I will be coming. I just want you to know that, like, I have to leave early Saturday, so don't put me in any plans for Saturday. And I was like, all right, I understand that completely because if it was yours, I'd be doing the same thing if I had to leave early. <laughs> yeah. But he – so I don't know if you remember. Like, we got back to the room at, like, 4 in the morning because he, he left at, like, midnight. He's like, I'm going to try and go back to the room, get a little bit of sleep, and then – um, like leave for the airport. We got back at four in the morning and we're like, oh shit, sorry we woke you up. And he was like, no, my alarm went off like five minutes ago. I got to go to the airport. My flight's at six. <laughs> Which just sounded miserable, but like he's a guy who can sleep anywhere. So like I'm sure he slept on the plane, but it sounded fucking rough, man. Yeah. Um. So Tristan got there early and he was sharing a room with... Um, like suede or somebody but the people he flew in with were nick and cav and they flew in early and were like yeah why don't we like go we'll hit up the spa we'll like relax for a couple hours or whatever and then like we'll meet everybody like when they all land at five tristan didn't want to do that so he was pissed texting both of the steves from battle of the steves that like cav and nick abandoned him to go to the spa and he didn't want to go to the spa and their room wasn't ready so he was just like sitting sulking waiting for people to arrive because <laughs> nobody was there yet because they 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 could book flights they got there at like eight in the morning and then we all we got there at noon because i fly on that flight because it leaves chicago at 10 in the morning which is fucking ideal you get to the airport at like nine you're on the plane at 10 you land at noon so most of the time your room is usually ready by the time you check in yeah it's the ideal time to go Uh, yeah that's 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 another that's another top tip vegas Um, top tip american has flights that leave at like six eight ten twelve two whatever like every two hours the 10 o'clock flight leaving Chicago is perfect. Even the 12 o'clock flight's pretty good because you get in at 2. Like, you still haven't lost any of your day. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. You go in, drop your bags off, and get moving. Um, I mean, DOS, DOS rolled in after sucking down Twisted Tees on the drive to the airport. DOS was sucking down way more than Twisted Tees. He was cranking hoons. (laughs) He drove to the airport so he could smoke on the way. That's a DOS move. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, like, we landed and DOS tried to light up a cigarette in the airport, but you had to tell me to go to the hoon corral. Yeah, he had to go to the hoon lounge. She's like, it's Vegas. Can't you smoke everywhere? (laughs) I was like, not in the international airport. Um, so they have hoon lounges. We went to the Mob Museum, which two things I wanted to do in Vegas for like the eight times I've been there leading up to this trip um, were go to the Mob Museum and go to the Neon Museum. The Neon Museum, I only wanted to go at night because they light up all the old signs from all the old hotels and whatever. They were all booked up and we couldn't go. That was a bummer. But we went to the Mob Museum and I enjoyed that. And Hanky, um, they were giving away free moonshine. Do you remember that? 
Yes. Hanky had like five shots. And the yeah, guy and that's like in the basement speakeasy. Yeah, I they forgot had like about that. The basement bar was their speakeasy, and they made their own moonshine there, which was just fucking vodka, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, Hanky was like, oh, are these free? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, all right, I'll take one. Then he like did a lap and came back, and he was like, oh, I'll have another one. He kept doing it. Like after the fifth time, the guy was like, all right, dude, like. You, I can't give you anymore because, like, I've never had to say this before, but, like, I'm going to get in trouble for over-serving somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we left, and the homeless guy knew your name. And when KOS and DOS finally caught up with the group, um, the homeless guy told him where you were. Yeah. How I don't even know. How did that? they're, like... So what happened? Someone, it was someone like, oh, t- like try calling PJ. And then the homeless guy was like, oh, you looking for PJ? No. Yeah. So what happened? You were wearing a hat that said PJ on it. Yeah. And I right. don't know if you had an interaction with this homeless guy or if he was just nope. like a silent observer. He was just a silent observer. And KOS and DOS were lost looking for the rest of the group. And DOS was like, call PJ. And the homeless guy's like, hey, are you looking for PJ? And he's like, yeah. Like, is he wearing a hat that said PJ on it? And they were like, um, probably. <laughs> and like, they went that way and take a right at the light. And they did that, and sure enough, they saw us. That's just the vibes in Vegas. Good vibes. Like, everyone's just out for a good time. Um, the other things on my hit list was go to the El Cortez because they have a really cool fucking sign, and the inside is a dump, and it did not disappoint. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that place. But that was one where you go to the bar and get $2 beers anytime. Was that? That was the first casino we went to after the Mob Museum, slightly off of the Fremont oh, experience. That place was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's on my list of places to like go back to. Yeah, that place was great. Um, Everyone else in there was 400 years old. Dude, and it was one of those because it's just off the Fremont experience. That's the real degenerate casino. <laughs> yeah, like, that's it where so it is. Good. That's a casino that'll let you smoke cigars at the blackjack <laughs> yeah. table. Let me tell you. <laughs> you can, I think you can smoke crack at the <laughs> blackjack table there. They probably look away and like don't like when you, you do that, to, but you it's a lot. T- you have yeah. to tip the dealer 25 exactly. bucks. Um. So, okay, what happened on the Fremont experience with like you and Cav? Like you guys went to the dispensary, but like something happened with a scale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the scale in front of the heart attack grill. Yes, where it was like, um, it's it if like, you weigh over four hundred pounds, you, you can eat for eat, free. You can eat for free, and they have a giant scale out front, and. I was with Cav, and he's like, oh, take a picture of me. And then I did, and then he looked at what his weight was, and he goes, actually, uh, can you try and snap a picture earlier so it looks like I don't weigh this much? <laughs> you guys are fucking morons. And so I I took the picture, like, right after he got on the scale, and I think it said, like, 220. It's like, perfect. Looking good. Um... That was when Mike O had a fucking meltdown in the cab back to the hotel because... Oh, he was so pissed that we didn't tell him we were going to the dispensary. Yeah, and I was like, dude, tell me what you want and they'll get it for you. He At this point, dude, he was so fucking drunk. He should have never came to dinner. But, like, he was having a meltdown in the cab and, like, insisting the cabbie pull over and stuff. And I was like, don't fucking stop this car. Keep driving. That, yeah, that was such a shit show, too, because... Like cab Dude, ri- that was the ultimate, like, everybody gets together and everybody slams on the gas at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck it. This is a sprint, not a marathon. I don't care. Because some people were there a little bit earlier, and so everyone thought they had to catch up. And those who were there earlier were like, I got to keep my lead. Everyone had the hammer down. Well, I was just going to say, Cav and I were like, I mean, we'd already been drinking. And then we, like, we pulled it up on Google Maps and like, it doesn't seem that far. It was like two mile walk. Yeah, fuck that. And then we walked out and we're like, we're getting an Uber back, right? He's like, oh, absolutely. Um, I remember Nick was like, hey, I'm going to Walgreens. Do you want anything? And I was like, um, can you give me a lot of ibuprofen? And he was like, oh, do you have a headache? I'm like, no, I have like a really bad body ache and we have like 48 more hours to go. <laughs> like, I'm going to need a lot of that. Um, 
So we went to STK for dinner, and I don't know if you remember, but on the menu I had printed, you can have any brew you want as long as it's Corona. I do remember that. Which is the last Instagram post I made. Nice. You can have any flu you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> it was May 3rd, 2020. Wow. Yeah, so that one's just going to be up for a while. You know who liked it um, recently? No. Your friend who you visited in the hospital when he broke his hand and he said that Father PJ was here? Oh, yeah. He liked it yesterday. <laughs> Love it. It's Love to see like it. 13 months. Anyways, we get to STK, and for whatever reason, they had a fucking DJ playing. Um, do you know why they had a DJ playing? Absolutely no idea. But also, uh, we should we should probably get him on as a guest to talk about his time as I, a movie star in the Peens. PJ, I told you this like 100 times. He is a legit movie and commercial star in the Philippines, and we have not had him on the podcast yet. He is one of your best friends. <laughs> I told, I've honestly told you to get him on like 10 fucking times. I'll, I'll have to do some networking. Yeah. Um, anyways, the DJ was there. DOS fucking... It's a casino, so he knows he can leave the restaurant and walk like three feet and be able to smoke. So he went out for a fucking smoke, came back, and he sits down at the table, and I hear kickstart my heart. Mind you, the entire music leading up to this was like very current in whatever time and all stuff that I don't know. And I heard like the guitar whine of kickstart my heart and just turn. And DOS is like, yeah, I told him to play that. And I was like, what? And so, like, everyone at the table enjoyed it, blah, blah, whatever. Um, then the next one, I think it was, like, Sweet Home Alabama. It was Leonard Skinner. Yeah, it was, um, it was some Skinner. Yeah, I don't remember specifically what song it was because DOS was telling the story. He was like, yeah, I went over and was like, hey, can you play some Motley Crue? And he was like, um, I don't think that's going to vibe with what we got going on. DOS is like, all right, how about I pay you 100 bucks and you play Kickstart My Heart? He was like, deal. <laughs> You want a second song? And the guy, he's like, just play some fucking Skinner and walked away. <laughs> um, also, I'd like to point out that DOS would walk outside uh, SDK to, to rip hoons, but he would ride the escalators up and down. I just fucking squirted water out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. So he wasn't just standing right outside. He was on the escalators. Taking in the views. <laughs> Blending in. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Michael fell asleep at the table, and... Someone had I, to take him home. Yeah, so I have a bunch of fucking pictures of people's Snapchats and Instagram stories and whatever from that night of Michael sleeping at the table. Like, my friends who, like, had just met him, like, hours earlier, like, knew of him but never met him before, of him sleeping at the table. Yeah, I think I took a picture of him and put it on there. And was oh, like, yeah, is everyone it, Is it dead? <laughs> um, I think that was his... That might have been his first bachelor party, and that's definitely one of the the youngest guy who comes on the bachelor party always accidentally gets the drunkest the quickest. Yeah. Because they just feel the need to like keep up with everybody, whatever. I think I've said that exact line on the podcast. Yeah, he was, he was trying to play in the big leagues with seasoned professionals like DOS and myself. I think um, KOS and my brother took him home because they... KOS and my brother are not Vegas guys. Um, they just went to, like, enjoy it with everybody. So they went to bed at, like, 10 or 11 o'clock whenever we were done with dinner. Um, but that night, we got a limo and DOS. Okay, so we had, a, we had, like, 16 people, and the limo seated, like, 14. I sat on the floor. I remember that. And the driver was some, like, he looked like a Russian KGB guy. And we're like, all right, who wants to ride up front? And one of my buddies is like, why don't you put DOS up there? He looks like he can handle himself. And we're like, all right, whatever. So we put DOS up there and roll the window down so, like, we could all hear what they're talking about. By the end of, like, the 10-minute ride, the driver was, like, deathly afraid of DOS. <laughs> like, we were all afraid of the driver when we got there. And when we left, the driver was afraid of DOS. Yeah, that was good stuff. And then we were talking to DOS about it after. He's like, no, like, we're buddies. I'm like, dude, that guy was, that guy like, was so terrified. afraid of you. Yeah. Um, so we went to Dre's 
the pool party the next day and that was one of those like we had to get there at like 11 and i texted everybody at nine o'clock and just heard from like the only people i expected to be up at that point and then at like 10 o'clock i texted again not a lot and by like 10 30 i'm like all right like guess we'll see in 30 minutes but dos got there and to reach the minimum like we just ordered like the minimum amount whatever like to make sure like we hit the minimum um and so we ran out of money to order like cases of beer so like everyone just had to like dip into the bottles of liquor and dos was drinking his liquor like Mm. beer which is like a very rookie mistake but yeah he was also like 20 beers deep at the time so yeah we were doing pretty okay but dos had like a bit of a meltdown um he got a girl to twerk on him um i remember Kristen texted me and was like oh how was the pool party and i was like oh it was good whatever um and then she sent me like a screenshot of the picture dos posted which the last thing i heard like i had like gotten the shower and came out was that dos was down for the count and i was like his last move must have been posting this picture to Instagram. (laughs) And she was like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know, but like, he stopped drinking beer at noon and we didn't leave till four. And she was like, oh God, what's he doing now? And I'm like, I got a text that he's out cold. So the last thing he posted was that um, that picture. Was it the one of him? Like number one with a girl on his lap in the pool. Yeah. Um, so, Mike O, after the pool party, like, forgot his key and was locked out of the room. His phone was dead. Couldn't get a hold of anybody else with the key. So he goes to the front desk and is like, hey, I'm locked out of my room. And they were like, okay, I need to see your ID. Well, the room was under my name. So, like, the guy was like, I'm not seeing O'Shea. And he was like, oh, it's under Adriani, Raymond. And he was like, um, that's not really kind of how it works. And he was like, well, my brother's sleeping in the room right now. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I can just, like, call up. And he was like, perfect. So he calls up, and DOS answered the phone. You got DOS. <laughs> and because Mike O was like, my brother DOS is up there. And he, the guy answers the phone. You got DOS. The guy didn't say a word. He just hung up the phone and looked at Mike. And Mike <laughs> just goes, you must have talked to DOS. And the guy just handed him a key. <laughs> So they get up to the room. <laughs> DOS is out cold. Um, That's so good. You okay? I'm telling you, man, this is just like a day in the life. Like, these stories don't stand out. And that's why I have to have people, like, text me this stuff. Because it's all just a fucking blur. Because it's, like, the same story in a different fucking city with all of these people involved in everything. God, that's unbelievable. So they get back to the room, and DOS passed out. They all shower, whatever. DOS gets up, and he's like, I'm going to throw up. Stands up, just pukes all over the fucking carpet. And calls down to um, the front desk and is like, hey, um... I spilled some stuff. I don't have my tools with me. Can you just send up some tools and I'll take care of it? And the guy was like, I, dude, this is first. I don't know what what the fuck you're talking about. And he was like, can you guys just send somebody up with some tools? And they were like, do you need maintenance? And he was like, no, I need a cleaning person with tools. And they're like, do you need cleaning supplies? And he was like, yeah, whatever, like stuff to clean stuff with. And they're like, um okay so they sent up housekeeping and security at the same time (laughs) and security walked in and saw like what was going on and dos is like oh great you brought tools can i use them and they like looked at each other and were just like yeah go ahead clean up all the puke that's fine dos i mean he's he understood he made a mistake he didn't have his own tools to fix his mistake so he, he acquired tools cleaned up his mistake and then gave the tools back and everybody was happy um this just clicked in my head right now um i got like a 50 dollars charge from their room after they checked out or whatever and i like asked for the receipt and i looked at it there were two fiji bottles of water 25 dollars each and i texted them and dos is like yep 
my bad. That was after the pool party. I sucked those babies down. <laughs> and he was like, I'll just give you the money. I was like, no, how about this? I got a job for you. At my wedding, you have to watch the card box that people drop all the wedding cards in until they like take it away and put it in my card. He was like, I was probably going to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> DOS was running security at her wedding. Um, then we went to Guys, which you fucking bitched about, but I thought it was fucking awesome. Garbage can nachos. I got them. Do you remember the pepperoni dippers? No. They were like deep fried pepperoni sticks that you dip in marinara sauce. They were they weren't serving them anymore, and I specifically requested it. And they uh, the chick like running the big group party or whatever, and was like, "All right, like before I give you an answer on that, I have to call the kitchen manager to find out like if we have enough left, and we'll save them because we're not ordering anymore." So they like put them aside. For specifically for the bachelor party, we were like the last ones to get those pepperoni sticks. Well, I did not know that. Kind of a big deal. There was a lot of behind-the-scenes action going on you didn't know about. Um, this story was reminded me of from Steve Halla. After dinner, we went to the Mirage, and everyone was gambling everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And he saw you and I, like, standing alone in the corner. And he thought it was, like, weird, and we were there for, like, 15 minutes, just, like, (laughs) standing. Um, And he came over, and he was like, is everything okay? And, like, as he said that, I was like, dude, 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 play cool, play cool, play cool. And he was like, what? I'm like, dude, check that guy out. He's like, what? I'm like, the guy at the payphones. And this guy was like trying to use the payphone, and we were watching them, except he was like holding his iPhone, um, which was lighting up, and was trying to like work the payphone, but didn't have any money to work the payphone. Yeah. And I don't know what the situation was, but I, I certainly watched it unfold. Yeah, and we were just watching it. He was like, you guys are watching him for like 15 minutes. Yeah, And I was like, that's tip of the iceberg, because like I have watched a few people with PJ that weekend. All PJ did that weekend was watch people. Well, yeah. And it'd be like, where's PJ? I'm like, oh, you see that guy in the bandana shirt, the shirt that is one big bandana? PJ's right behind him following him. <laughs> like, look like three people back. That's PJ. There. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was legendary. Was that the, was that the same guy or a different guy? There was a guy who was wearing a cow skin cow, shirt. Cow shirt man. Yes, <laughs> yes, him. That was a different man. Okay, good. Um, I think they might have been part of the same party though. <laughs> Unclear. You think they came from like the rodeo? Yeah, a couple of rodeo guys. So this is another Steve Halla at the bachelor party. Um, they were playing blackjack and there was an open seat, and some drunk guy like came up. And was like, hey, do you guys get free drinks here? And the dealer was like, um, yeah, I mean, like, if you're gambling, like, a cocktail server come by, whatever. Um, he was like, oh, okay. And she was like, do you want to gamble? She's, like, right there. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So he, like, reaches in his pocket and is, like, fiddling around and pulls out, like, a chip. And, like, Hollander said he didn't even, like, look at the chip and just, like, put it down. It was a $100 chip. And she was like, uh, okay, let's go. She deals, and she's, like, talking to him about staying or hitting or whatever. And he's trying to order a drink. And he's just, like, uh, like, is waving. And she was like, stay. And he's just like, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So he stays, whatever. The dealer busts. <laughs> so he wins 200 <laughs> And Not even was, paying attention. So he just trying to order drinks. He sees the chip and like just stacks it on the other one. Oh. Not by like trying to gamble, but just by like moving stuff to look uniform. So he ends up betting two hundred on the next hand. Dealer busts again. He wins four hundred. He restacks his chips. Dealer busts a fourth time or third time, whatever. He wins eight hundred dollars and. They were all just like, dude, put this money in your pocket and get the fuck out of here. I was just on a straight up heater. Had no idea. And so like this guy's going to wake up the next day if he didn't fucking try and order $100 Coronas. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just going to like wake up with $800 in chips in his, his pocket. pocket just yeah. Like, whoa, whoa. Cool. Um, I does it, Do you have any more bachelor party stories? Um, I, I mean... I forgot who I was with, but uh, I smoked a joint with a homeless guy in front of the Aria at like four in the morning. How do you know it was a joint? 
Oh, because it was mine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was it was me and someone else from your bachelor party. It was like it, was it could like, have been like half the people. I know. I, that's why it's like I don't. And it definitely because it definitely at some point honestly it could was have been, half the people who were like, "Hey, you want to go smoke?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, let's go." Honestly, it could have been half the people in general, but like at that point in after drinking for so long, it was probably like three quarters. Yeah. It was probably just not me, my brother, and KOS. Yeah, it could it could have been anyone else, but yeah, so we like went outside and we were just like smoking the joint, passing it back and forth, and this homeless dude like comes up, he's like, Hey man, can I hit that? And I was like, Yeah, fuck it, sure. Let's ride. <laughs> yeah, so he finished the joint with us. He's like, Hey, you guys have a good night. I was like, You too, man. Alright. Just sent him on his way at like four in the morning in front of the Aria. Classic. Dude, that guy probably gets so fucking high by doing that now that, like, weed's legal there. Oh, I'm sure. Because, like, everybody's smoking outside, so he just fucking goes casino to casino. I was like, hey, can I hit that? And they're like, I mean, I'm not going to say no to this guy, so. I mean, this this was obviously uh, PC, pre-coronavirus. Yes, obviously. Social distancing wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, Is that it you had for that bachelor party? Uh, Well, no, but yes. What else do you have? I, we're not, I don't think we're going to get into that. Okay. Uh, next one was Hollander's bachelor party at the Venetian. And he booked... So there were six of us coming from... Uh, like, there were six of us and then a seventh guy meeting us there. And so the six of us got conjoining suites at the Venetian, which, again, is filmed by that porno company, which I didn't fucking look up yet but if you text me i have it by now um so he wanted to go to vegas in july for like summer league was playing there or whatever and he was like i want to get a suite and i want to watch summer league basketball i was like all right whatever um so we get a suite on friday afternoon or whatever um and it was one of those where like yeah like it's a minimum you just have to order all this much like all this booze and all this food so he had like all the food timed out by like whatever um we were there for eight hours and the food was like overwhelming (laughs) they dropped off hot dogs at like noon and like we all scarfed them down then they came out with like nachos and then like chicken fingers and then like sliders and pj it got aggressive the farts in that suite were offensive. <laughs> like, the servers would come in, and I'm just like, I would watch their face, and I'm just like, oh, my God. They must just like, hey, we should just tell them, like, we're all good for a while. You don't have to come in. Um, but this is at, like, UNLV's arena, like Thomas Mack Arena oh. or whatever. Um, they had a Dairy Queen in the arena. Whoa. Which, fun fact, soft serve Dairy Queen doesn't upset my stomach. Um, you, was it a Dairy Queen Orange Julius? Yes. Well, I had a I had two ice cream cones from Dairy Queen throughout the day. Nice. It was pretty awesome. Um, we there okay. There were like summer camps, like kids summer camps or whatever that like came to the thing, like came to the arena to watch the games because they got tickets for free. Whatever. Yeah. They were right in front of our suite. And they just kept cheering for whatever team was winning. <laughs> so, like, if a team was up five, they were cheering for that team. Then if the other team was up five, they were cheering for that team. They were just cheering for whoever was winning. They were just there to have a good time. They were having a good time. That was the first time I heard Baby Shark. They were cheering to that. Oh, sure. They were singing it. And then they were singing um, Old Town Road. I have a video of that I can put on the Instagram. It is the most obnoxious and, like... This has nothing to do with, with, like, with what's been in the news about, like, that song being bad for kids to listen to. Because, like, I think you should not let your kids listen to any music that you don't want your kids to listen to. But if you want your kids to listen to it, who gives a shit? All of those kids knew every fucking word to that song. To Old Town Road? Yes. They were dancing and everything, and I have video evidence. This is 2018. Um... 
so we were betting on the games, whatever. We bet on Team China. Team China was playing some D-League team or whatever. Team China was 42-point underdogs in this game. Nice. They did not cover. Didn't hit. 42 points. I'm like, dude, this is a fucking lock. So we all bet on them, whatever. We show up. We see Team China come out from the locker room to warm up, and I'm like, oh, we're fucked. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, look at these guys. They're doing layup lines. And not only are they doing layup lines as, like, a national team, which you don't fucking do because you guys are all fucking good at what you do. So you don't need to do, like, fucking CYO basketball league warm-ups. Yeah. Um, they were missing them. <laughs> I'm like, we're fucked. They're going to lose. They lost for, like, 55 points. And, like, it was whoever they were playing, like... It was already the D-League, and they had, like, their super scrubs in, like, at, for the whole second half. Like, it was fucking embarrassing. Um, we started gambling, like, later on. We went to the casino. Um, and I, I don't know if you know this. I, know, I do a bet on a come-out roll. It's called the, the Horn High Yo. It's a horn bet, but, like, it's heavy on the yo part. And so, like, everyone was trying to, like, play craps and was, like, trying to learn more about the game and saw me tossing, like, corn high. be like, oh, horn high yo, horn high yo, and, like, throw my chips to the center. Um, well, Hollander just started, like, mimicking it, but he didn't know what it was. And he was like, corn high yo, corn high yo, and was just, like, throw it in. And the guy, like, I did it, then he would do it. And he, so he was like, oh, same bets, whatever. Then eventually the dealer, like, stopped him, and he was like, hey, are you saying horn or are you saying corn? And he was like, um... I don't know which one's right. And he was like, uh, it's Horn. So then Corn High Yo just became a thing, and that was just, like, going on for a while. <laughs> did you have something about that? No, that's just funny. You highlighted it. Cor- oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I, didn't I thought you were like, oh, I want to talk about this. No, I, I didn't mean to. I just, like, I, when I'm, you know, scrolling. So the second day we went, we didn't have a suite for the second day of Summer League, so we were just sitting in the regular seats, and... Hollander's buddy, Neomath, was, like, fucking hammered that day. And just, like, one of those, like, he didn't know anybody except for Steve, so he, like, met everybody for the first time. And I think was just, like, trying to keep up with everyone and got lost along the way. He fell asleep in the seats in the arena and (laughs) woke up, and Shaq was there. He just, like, woke up. He was out cold, woke up, saw Shaq, and just yelled out, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq. And then fell back asleep. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, Cav, do you remember this Crystal Pepsi, Nicolas Cage, like, hand-painted denim jacket that was making the rounds on, like, all the blogs, like, in 2012? Not really. Cav bought it. It was like, buy it now for 200 bucks. Cav bought it, and, like, everyone's been wearing it to bachelor parties and stuff. So Hollander was wearing it, um, and... Some people think it's funny, whatever. Some guy, like, ran us down and was like, hey, you guys, in the in the Crystal Pepsi jacket. And this guy looked fucking hammered. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. This guy was, like, 250 pounds, six foot, like, very stocky, and just, like, looked like he wanted to fight. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And he was like, hey, I've been meaning to stop you guys for a while. I saw you guys earlier. I'm like, oh, no. What? We've crossed a lot. We've crossed paths with a lot of people by this point. Yeah. And he was like, "Look at this!" And he pulled up his arm and had a Crystal Pepsi tattoo on his fucking arm. That's there's a picture somewhere of him with the jacket and the tattoo. That's so incredible. It's insane. Oh, why would anyone get a Crystal Pepsi tattoo? I don't know. And this jacket's fucking absurd. It's hand painted. Have you um, <clears throat> have you ever seen? Um, the guy on YouTube, LA Beast. I'm familiar with the name. I don't know. He does. He does like you know food challenges and shit. Yeah. And one of them, he bought a unopened Crystal Pepsi from like 1992 for on eBay, and he drank it and then proceeded to like violently throw up five oh minutes later. Shocker! Shocker right? of the century. Um. After we got back to the room, like, we were all going to shower before dinner and stuff. Um, because we had conjoining rooms, like, all of us were together, and there were only two showers going at once. So we were just, like, watching TV, and we put on live PD. And back in the days when live PD was actually on fucking TV, um, everyone had showered for, like, an hour. And, like, 
we just realized we're like oh shit like we've all been ready to leave for the last hour and we've just been like tuned into live pd that happens you get sucked in we went to dinner at the venetian noodle house um it was one of those things where everyone else was like so fucking drunk and like nobody knew what was going on and the server just seemed like miserable because half the group was trying to order for the table half the group was trying to order for themselves it was just like a whole fucking thing um but the food was very good there at the venetian noodle house i've never been i've only been once um stories not involving me we talked about Cav winning 21000 on his episode. So that was yeah, that was one we already covered. Um, poolside Pete. Um, Pete went on a bachelor party for one of his buddies, and Cav was there. Um, Pete decided that he just was not going to get sunburned, so he just wore long sleeves and a hat, like a bucket hat, the whole time they were at the pool party standard which is funny because the guy who didn't want to get sunburned ended up getting skin cancer and didn't tell us about it till his fucking podcast yeah that's true oh yeah that people don't forget he has to he has to wear some like weird cream now and with like the i i golf with him every week now and like the first time he came out i was like dude i was like you gotta you gotta rub your sunscreen in there and he's like, oh, no, 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 that's rubbed in. Yeah. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. It's, I was like, oh, that's where the hole in your face was. Which was a legit hole. Yeah. Maybe we'll post it to the OnlyFans. They've been asking for more hole content. Well. And uh, he's, he's like, yeah. He's like, that's as rubbed in as it gets. He's like, hmm. All right. Good note. <laughs> um, so on, I don't know if it was the same trip. The same trip Cav won 25K on, um, it was... The night before he won 25K or 21,000, whatever, I don't fucking remember. Um, he went out to a club with some people he worked with or whatever. And uh, I'm trying to find the picture here so I can find the text. Um, can you fill some time real quick? Yeah, I can fill some time. Um Talk about the hole in Pete's face and how we're going to put uh, a picture on. Did we not put a picture of that on the Instagram? I thought we did. Or did no, we, because we did got we it. say it was too NSFW? Yeah, because we we tried to put a picture of a blurred out guy getting a cigarette in his butthole. And they <laughs> took that down. So, like, this is a real hole. Uh, anyways. But it's a face hole. It's not a butthole. Cav went to the club Hassan in uh, MDM Grand or whatever with like some people in real estate or whatever and Cav left whatever and I think everyone there thought that whoever booked the table it was getting expensed um, but it was not getting expensed and the total for the night was $33,000. And this guy, the next morning, texted... There were two other people and said... thirty. It was a picture message of the receipt, which I'll put that up there. I'll put it on the OnlyFans. Fuck your Instagram followers. Um, okay. 33K. I can't be responsible for this entire bill. I did receive 800 in cash that was used for tips, and the 1690 down payment was a donation from some guy. Not included on the final bill. Write me direct. <laughs> so I woke up to that screenshot on, like, Saturday morning, and then Sunday morning I woke up to screenshots of Cav with $21,000 chips in his hand, <laughs> who I'm sure he never told that guy who sent this picture message about the 21000 Yeah, hopefully he's not a loyal listener. Uh, he's definitely not. I know this guy's name. Um and then, oh, Kev sent me a video of that night at the club. <laughs> so we'll post that one, too. <laughs> a lot of action going on. I'll ask Poolside Pete if he wants to be posted of this. <clears throat> and then I have a video of him. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll ask. He sent them to me, so I'm sure he's okay with it. Um, but I think that was all I had. I don't know about you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. How long has this episode been? This is just over an hour. Oh, wow. Three hours of Vegas talk. Part one, don't recommend to your friends. Part two, pretty decent. I think part three was pretty good. Part three was good. Yeah, we, I think we part get better two, I think part episode. two was. I think part two might have been better. We get better every episode. I, yeah. I think it was just mainly because we were, there was like more stuff where both of us were. Yes. At. Sorry oh. you didn't come with me on all my trips, PJ. Well, I don't... You want to go this summer? Not really. Hey, you think Crawdad Man would meet us there because he doesn't want to go to... We can't go to Georgia in the summer because it's too hot. That's true. He yeah, doesn't seem like a gambling man. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Okay. Okay, fine. Or actually, if he listens to this, DM us. Yeah, we won't ask him. He can ask us. There we go. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep Grinning, if this is just to be given, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head? Said, ain't that a kick in the head? Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a bowl? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning. My life is gonna be beautiful She's telling me we'll be wet She's picked out a king-size bed I couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick Tell me quick, 